Talking with the Experts. Welcome to Talking with the Experts, where we believe that success is a journey, and every journey is easier with help from friends. That's why we bring you top-notch experts and real business heroes eager to share their lessons from the road to success. We delve into new topics each week, effective marketing strategies, innovative problem solving, financial planning, and team building. We tackle everything you need to know to grow your business and keep it thriving. Whether you dream about launching your first startup or a business veteran looking to shake things up, we've got you covered. With each episode, you'll gain knowledge, boost your confidence, and be inspired to take action. So, grab a coffee, make yourself comfortable, and join our exciting journey. You're not alone in this. We're here, guiding you, cheering for you, and celebrating each milestone. Let's turn your business dreams into reality, starting today. Here is your host, Rose Davidson. Talking with the experts. Maximizing business value, some tips and strategies for business owners from Zoran Sarabaka in episode 482. So it's a kind of uh, the, the the interest of the seller and the buyer are not uh, not aligned, and you pricing in your you know 10, 20, 15, five years, whatever it doesn't matter how long you've been in business. Well, the buyer is looking at this as a purely uh, um, financial transaction. However, once when that buyer buys the business and he a few years later decides to sell, he thinks exactly the way you were thinking. I don't know why, but that's that seems to be what's happening. So the whole thing is very emotional. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with, you know, twenty million dollar business or you're de- dealing with hundred thousand dollar business. The emotions are exactly the same. You know, like it, it, it doesn't change as the businesses become more big and more sophisticated. The, the human nature stays uh, stays the same. There's a joke. Talking with the experts. Hello and welcome to Talking with the Experts. I'm your host, Rose Davidson from rosedavidson.com. Talking with the experts is all about business by business owners for business owners. You can find it on all good podcasting, streaming platforms and on YouTube. And today my guest is Zoran Sarabaka, and Zoran is going to be discussing with us how we can maximise our business value, and he's going to be sharing some tips and strategies for us for us all as business owners. Now Zoran has um, he started Exclusive, which is his company or business, in twenty oh four after not having much success with brokers while trying to sell his own business and decided to form an exceptional team to provide a better service in the business broking industry. Exclusive now has a team of 30 associates across Australia. The main focus of the business is assisting business owners with the sale of their businesses and helping them throughout the process to ensure a successful exit. Well done. Thank you for joining me, Zoran. Hello, Rose. Uh, That was a real nice introduction. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm glad I didn't. Well, I didn't write it. You did. So well, someone did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say the better myself. <laughs> tell know, me, how did you get into doing what you're doing? And, and you know, business breaking um, is a different type of industry that, that um, you know, a lot of us don't know about. Uh, it is. I didn't know much about business breaking. Actually, first time when somebody asked me something about the value of the business, 
was I had a business coach. Um, there was probably, I'd say, dare to say about 20 plus years ago, maybe 25, 23. And, you know, business coaches do what business coaches do and highly recommended to everybody. Uh, we, we were talking, they said, look, you got to visualize yourself in five years, what you're going to do 10 years as we do in three years. And, you know, what kind of business you're going to have, how's they going to look like? And one of the questions said, you're going to, what's your business value going to be then? And that's the first time that I exposed, I was exposed to something that, well, actually, yeah, business has a value. Because a lot of us go into the business and never think about actually building until later in, in business life, about the value of the business. You get into the business and you're never thinking of anything like selling at the beginning. You just get something you do. So that's the first time that I was exposed to the concept of value in the business. And then um, when I needed, I had to sell, uh, when I needed to sell, uh, somehow somebody told me that these business brokers exist and I made some phone calls and, and called a few of them and I wasn't happy with the way it was going and then I ended up selling it myself. Now, that's not an unusual way for people to get into business in the uh, business broking industry, to sell their business and they say, hey, I can do this myself. And it actually does make a sense because you really need to understand the business very well. You need to understand business owners very well. And if you were in the business in the past and you were business owners in the past, well, you're already halfway there to be a good business broker. And when I started, you know, now almost 20 years ago, I thought that, you know, I was doing some groundbreaking, revolutionizing, can't even pronounce it, things. And uh, it, it was a little bit different, but, you know, since then, a system evolved and the business evolved and everything evolved. It's actually looking back to what I was doing 20 years ago. It sounds a bit funny, but <laughs> like it's it wasn't that good. All right. <laughs> Sorry, those of you that I sold the business 20 years ago. Well, we could have like the whole process could uh, could have been better. And over time, we developed that. And yeah, that's how I got into it. Okay. So, you know, as a business broker, you need to understand what the key drivers are. To the business itself yep. and so how do you value a business what what makes it valuable for someone else to buy okay i i actually we we, we got our podcast series as well and we were talking we actually podcast had a podcast episode today talking about that <laughs> subject in particular <laughs> what a coincidence all right so uh and something often you're going to go to your accountant or Anybody that's involved in some sort of financial activity, financial plan, a lot of people do value businesses. And they're going to look, okay, give me some of your financials. They're going to look at these P&Ls and balance sheets and whatnot, and they're going to tell you the value. But that's, in my opinion, not a, that's a small part. Mm -hmm. Yes, profitability plays a factor, obviously, because that's why you buy a business. But the non-financial parts of the business are very more important than the financial parts of the business. So what gives a business any business value is ability to generate income after the change of the ownership. So well, in your business, you can do very well what you're doing. You got to ask yourself, how hard is this for me to pass on to these other people, to, to, to somebody else, to carry on running it as profitably as I'm doing? And that's what gives a business value. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. So, so, so two things. One is profitability, and the other one is ability to pass that profitability to someone else. Yeah, it makes so, perfect sense. Yeah. So, what what gives? So, and that's a good way to think about it. So, what gives business value is how easy that business can be detached from the owner and continue without interruptions. That's in very, very high level terms. And then you can dig this much, much deeper, but that's a good way to think. Mm. Yeah, we we had a, a small retail business up in Queensland some years ago and um, uh, we decided that we needed to get out after 10 years. And, um, you know, that business broker that we dealt with only was looking at the P&L. He wasn't looking at, at anything else like the value to us as as the business and and how profitable or how busy the business was. He wasn't looking at those other factors. And so we decided not to do it. We just walked away from it instead because he, he wasn't going to sell it for what we believed it was worth. Okay, so that's uh, the, the, what you believe. It's not what you believe or I believe. It's what the buyer believes. So there's a uh, I'm, that that's the common issue on the market. There, that you know, as the owner, as the outgoing owner, you know, you don't only price what this business profit that generates. You don't you don't only use your generation of the profits as a as a value of the business, but you're looking at all the history and everything that you've done with the business and what you put in it. Well, the buyer thinks about it a little bit different. Buyer thinks, okay, well, I'm I'm about to give you real money, and what am I going to get in return for that for that cash that I'm going to give you? So it's a kind of uh, the 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 interest of the seller and the buyer are not uh, not aligned, and you're pricing in your you know ten, twenty, fifteen, five years, whatever. It doesn't matter how long you've been in business. Well, the buyer is looking at this as a purely uh, um, financial transaction. However, once when that buyer buys the business and he a few years later decides to sell, he thinks exactly the way you were thinking. I don't know why, but that's that seems to be what's happening. So the whole thing is very emotional. It doesn't matter if you're dealing with you know $20 million business or you're de- dealing with hundred thousand dollar business, the emotions are exactly the same. You know, like it, it, it doesn't change as the businesses become more bigger and more sophisticated. The, the human nature stays uh, stays the same. There's a joke in our industry. The fastest way to value the business is to ask the owner what he thinks it's worth, and they're half it. And you, it's about right, you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know that that is a very valid point because it is very emotional when you're selling your business, especially after you've spent so long in it, and you know you've built up the clientele, and you know that the business is worth. Uh, you know, you bought it for so much, you've built up the clientele, and so it should be worth, you know, uh, uh, more than that, more than what but the business broker said that it was. But, you know, there were other factors involved as well. So, um, you know, maybe he was on the right track. But, yeah, but you're right. Emotions do play a great part in, in as the business owner who's trying to sell their business. So how can, I guess, a business broker get over those emotional hurdles um, very hard. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> We're struggling with that all the time. It's a really good question. Look, you do need to understand person on the other side, and you really need to 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 understand 
it, it, the better question is, uh, it, it's the same, but you got to look at it from the other uh, angle. How does the owner know that whoever business broker or accountant or whoever is giving them is giving them right advice mm. on the value? Because I can almost guarantee if you go and see five people, they're going to give you five different values. Now, how do you know which way to go? So what happens a lot on the market, you say, well, this guy's talking 500 and this guy's talking million dollars. So I'm going to go for the million dollar one. What can go wrong? I'm not going to sell it. Well, it's dangerous because what happens is you put a business on the market, business becomes a stale because, you know, if you're buying a house, renting a house, buying an office, renting an office, any major investment, once when you're really ready to purchase, you look at every ad, every opportunity. You're the first person there. So the first buyers always come first. Why? Because you already missed out on two deals, but now you know it's been a certain period of time and you're desperate to buy something. So the best buyers come first. So what happens if I come and see your business for a million dollars, but it's worth 500, I'm not even going to put the offer because we're so far apart that I just can't bring myself to say, look, you know, what you're asking is way too much. And because I'm expecting really bad reaction to it. Well, you know, so so I just want to walk away. Or I think, well, you, you're not really serious about selling. So what's the point even talking or even trying? So what happens? You That business stays on the market for six months, 12 months, 18 months. So let's say it doesn't sell. And let's say you drop the price now to market price. And the same buyer comes again. First thing they're going to think, oh, lucky I didn't buy this. Obviously, something's wrong with that still on the market 18 months later. But there was nothing wrong. It was just a price. So that's why going for the highest price, It's it could be maybe the highest price is a real accurate price. But just thinking, well, should I go for this? Maybe unless there, there are the factors that are pointing out that it actually makes sense. So you got to test every every value that was given to you. So one way of thinking is, okay, let me look at this business. And let's say it's not my business, all right? And knowing what I know now about this business, everything that's involved in running it, uh, how much money it's making me, all the good, bad, and ugly about it, would I pay this price? And if the answer is no, I would look at for the better, opportunity well that's not the right price the answer has to be not oh yeah absolutely right away this is bargain it has to be something yes but i would really investigate this further and that's the right price so it has to make sense now another way to decide what the good price is if anybody's valuing a business for you look for the evidence look for the explanation if somebody says it's three times profit four times profit whatever it is Ask why. Ask for the evidence of that. Have do we have any historical evidence that this type of businesses are selling for this sort of money? And if they don't, well, you know, can you really rely on that advice? Uh, co- common thing is, and I tested this many times. Like when you're talking to the accountant, and the accountant says, "Oh, look, you know, um, I think my client's business is worth X." All right. And you ask them, well, if your client is not selling this business, but it's buying, would you still value the same <laughs> and, and see what they say? And normally they say, no, 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 it would be different. So it also depends. You got to think who's the advisor that's giving you advice and where on the fence are they sitting at? 
because the advisors managing you and they're managing their risk and they also want to get paid. So your accountant is biased one way because he wants the best thing for you, but doesn't understand what happens on the market. Problem with the brokers, on the other hand, is how do I know that that broker is not just telling me good price in order to engage me and then it's going to work on me because it happens in, on the market. It happens a lot. And uh, so where's, where is that advisor that I can 100% trust? And the answer is, well, unless you really know them well and you dealt with them and you can actually trust them, the answer is don't look at who's giving you advice, but look at the evidence on the advice. Don't just look at the number. Look at for the explanation, how they arrived, and tested yourself with that little question, you know, would I pay this for it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. That's, um, yeah, sometimes like um, you, you take the best price and you're right. As a, as a, the vendor, you would want to be able to to get the best possible price for your business. So you would take the higher one. Um, but, yeah, the, the person that you're dealing with might not be as honest as the day is long. And, um, you know, looking for their, because the more you sell the business for, the bigger their commission. So, you know, you, and also their market pressures is thinking, well, you're talking to other people and oh, maybe maybe I should give you a higher price because maybe that's going to entice me to entice you to go with me. Mm. Like you know, it happens in real estate, it happens in, in whatever you're selling is a big ticket items. Mm. So uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. So no. look at the evidence, look at the evidence, look. Uh, to to this day, that's a that's a we're normally on the lower side of expectations in the market. What we're telling people that, that the value of the business is, and you know, sometimes we people don't come to us because they don't think that, that that's that's um, what they want. And look, I don't have a problem if they said, look, you know, if that's all I've got, uh, if if that's the value of my business, well whatever reason is that I'm selling a business and I need more money and I can't sell it for that. That's okay. Don't sell it. Do plan B, plan C, whatever you need to do it. And like sometimes to me, that's a good result. If you, if one of my people or my team or myself sit with the client and we tell them what the value is and the client says, look, that doesn't actually work for us. We're going to have to try. To, to me, that's a really good result. At least they got a good advice and they can make informed, realistic decision. Uh, what really pains me is when, you know, they go, they, they were sold this idea that their business is worth more and the only driving force behind it, it was to actually engage and make some money in the process and hope that they're going to drop down the price to where it, it, it needs to be. Yeah, and as you said, you've got to you've got to um, you know weigh up all the pros and cons and 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 get good advice and and don't just take the first you know, and remove yourself emotionally from it as well. Yeah, that's often the hard part, isn't it? Is to remove yourself emotionally. It, it, it is hardest. I mean, like I remember, um, it was early days, and I didn't know how to be tactful about this and and i remember a lady came to me and looked at, it was a small business and uh, uh to protect innocent and guilty uh, guilty uh, ones I, I won't tell you what the business was or too much details but i remember 
calling her and I said, look, I've, I valued your price. I would like to, I valued your business. I would like to sit down with you and talk about it. And she said, look, I'm just interested in price. And I said, well, look, you know, I really got to explain how I arrived to this. And she said, no, no, you know, just, just tell me the price. And it was 75000 So I remember it was seventy five. It was probably more than 15 years ago. And I said, 75000 And she said, I beg your pardon? She said, just, just hold on, hold on. So she pulled over. And she said, switched off the car. And she said, can you say this again? I said, 75000 And she said, you're telling me that 15 years of my life, it's worth 75000 And I was like, no, I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you your business is worth 75000 I'm sure you had some good, you know, uh, adventures and, and good times in, in the last 15 years. It, but but that your, your life has got nothing to do with your business. But to her, it does. He did. He did. Like, you know, you, you spend 15 years building something for one reason or the other, the reason of value, while you had a friends that went and joined the bank as a teller and then bought one house and then bought another house and now they, they're about to retire and you got 75000 It's a shock for the system sometimes, you know? Yeah, that's how we felt. I think that's where we went wrong is just, uh, yeah, just too much emotion in it. And, uh, and but it doesn't have to be like that. It doesn't have to be like that. Look, uh, I can tell you many stories when we saw people and told them what the value is and they said, okay, all right, look, we now understand and we understand now how to, what what actual value drivers in the business is. And then they've come back to us three or four or five years later and they got much better business, much solid business. And, and what happens because they understand now what drives the business and they really go and find the help to 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 build the business better coaches advisors there's a lot of help you can get out there not only did they had five years later they had a much better business but uh often through the process they made more money because the business has improved i can tell you also on the other side sometimes people take this advice and they make such a good business that now they don't want to sell it and that's also good all right <laughs> because the reason why they wanted to sell the business because of burnout i'm working hard i'm not making that much and now i'm working much less and i'm making more money so the business is valuable well i'm not selling it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that it, it it's there's two sides to every every you know of the story really and uh you're right that, that was a really good analogy about you know taking the emotion out of it um but you know it it, it is it, it can be difficult um when you that lady you know put 15 years of her life into it and, and you said it was only worth so much and i thought well yeah that's what they told us after 10 years i thought oh my god you know i thought it'd be worth more but yeah right it's an emotional decision isn't it let me let me ask you a question. After you exited the business, so so you shut it down, yes. Uh, after you exited the business, how long it took you to get over the loss? No, um, I would say three or four years. Okay, mm. and yeah, it was quite hard for us. It's just yeah. Did you what get we could have done and what we did what we should have done and you know it was it was all that in hindsight stuff and yeah, uh, yeah and uh, kicked our butts ourselves for but but then again it's not a it's not a you know life threatening decision whether no, life and hindsight. death come on now get some money comes <laughs> and goes you move on look sometimes 
sometimes even exiting a business, if you're not happy or you can't stay in it, it's better than staying in it just because you can't get a value. You move doing, on. Because... Doing it, so yeah. know, we had to, to do something. And so we just walked away from it and just lost everything. Like we all got a certain amount of years. We don't know how many, but it's, it's it. definitely finite. And, um, yeah, just, um, you know, sometimes it's not all about money. Sometimes it's about moving on and, and and getting on with the life, not just trying to get that value. And, look, that, that's another thing that I that, that I see in business a lot, especially now with this, you know, COVID and what we're going through and liquidations are going up and whatnot, that people are throwing good money after bed. Uh, so, so you got a business and let's say it's worth a few hundred thousand, but that's not enough to get you out of that. So what they what people often try to do is try to they're already in, in cash flow problems and they try to trade out of it. So what happens 12 months later? Today you had a five hundred thousand dollar debt, 12 months later you got six hundred thousand dollar debt, and the value of the business is still three hundred thousand. So you, you actually haven't done anything. So good advice, right advice, talk to right people and make the decision quickly, one way or the other. Problem with selling business is that once when you decide to exit the business and put it on the market, you often uh, forget about running it and you stop improving it. So, you know, investment is needed. Well, we're not going to do that because we're selling a business and the business starts going backwards. So it has to be a serious decision. If if the if you got accurate accurate valuation of the business and it doesn't, that value is not going to help you achieve what you need to achieve. Don't put it on the market. Stay. Keep on working on the business. Go to the plan B. That's it. Absolutely. Great advice. Zoran, uh, tell me a bit about your podcast. Uh, podcast is called Your Next Big Move. And we only talk about business sales there. So we, we really do the uh, deep dive on on uh, uh business sales we like some some very specific some some um episodes are really interesting for people they're like a business uh, geeks <laughs> so we talk about you know working capital and and how that influence a business we talk about work in progress but some are general very emotional like this so I normally get people in in industry and people that you know sold businesses and people that are really really specializing in particular uh, niche part of uh, uh, business sales and then we have a, some you know really in depth uh, conversation. It's um, it's really good for for anybody who who's thinking of uh, buying or selling a business. Uh, it's not your, um, you know, I'll go for the jog and I'm going to listen to this podcast type of thing. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Even I don't do it. Right? So. Well, there, there you go. So go and listen to Zoran's podcast and uh, and uh, you'll get a lot of insights if you want to sell or buy a business. Zoran, where can people find you if they want to work with you? Uh, look, uh, it's exclusive business sales. It's spelled xclusive.com.au. We're a national company. We're in every state and territory in every capital city. Uh, two things we do. We do business valuations and we do business sales. Uh, we do anything from uh, pretty much a, a dollar. Sometimes we sell businesses for dollar because they're in trouble and liquidation. Uh, to about $20 million, that's our ceiling, that's a sales sales value. And we do 
all types of businesses. We got specialists in accounting and uh, and medical to your know, general staff, import, export, manufacturing, service, everything. Right. I've got a question for you. Yes. This this um, uh, sponsored by uh, Global Glamping. Global Glamping Charities. Yes. Yeah. Can you tell me tell me a little a little bit about it? Uh, Global Glamping Charities is uh, based in Coffs Harbour in New South Wales. It, uh, it their main um, priority is to um, help. Um, solve homelessness for people that um, have been through a national a, a natural disaster like a flood or a fire. Um, uh, people who have been um, uh, affected by domestic violence, or people that, um, through economic circumstances, may be in um, may be losing their home because they can't afford to pay their rent or their mortgage or whatever. So what they do is they find. Um, transportable homes and put them on properties and then the person who's renting the, this transportable home pays a very minimal uh, amount of rent to try and um, alleviate the problem of paying the high rents up, up in the open market and I think they can rent these um, transportable homes for uh, six to 12 months. No, that's fantastic. So it just helps them, helps them uh, just get through that hardship until they come back on their feet and off they go. Yeah. yeah, I was just looking at it and I just couldn't figure out what it is. That's a better house. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, it's, I, I've only just um, been with them about six months. Um, I'm their um, um, customer support person um, and they helped me by help, um, helping me because I was almost economically homeless. So uh, they've helped me through some tough times. And um, yeah, so I give my time to them and help them with their business. Fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, okay. I enjoy it. I love it. Anyway, Zoran, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for asking about the charity. I love talking about them because I think they do a wonderful thing. Um, and I will be sure to put everything in the show notes so that people can find you and uh, know what they need to be doing when they want to buy or sell a business. Thank you very much for having me, Rose. It was a pleasure talking to you. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Rose Davidson from Talking With The Experts. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Global Glamping Charities for their valued support. Global Glamping Charities, solving homelessness in all its forms. Reach out to them at globalglamping.org. You've been listening to Talking With The Experts, hosted by Rose Davidson. Make sure you have a look at our back catalogue over at talkingwiththeexperts.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any episode. We look forward to your company next time. Talking with the experts.